That, I'm out of breath. Uh, yeah, that is a lot to unpack. Yeah. And now, that financial guy with Keith and Jack Wilson spreading a wealth of information. All right, we're back. That financial guy show with Keith Wilson and Jack Wilson. We are here. Welcome back. Welcome back. We took a little little hiatus. That's good. Yeah, a little vacation for a couple months. A little vacation, but we're back and we're going to... Um, Talk about a lot of things because we've been, we've actually been busy. Oh yeah. <laughs> we've a been bit. busy. It's been a, a great first half of the year met with a lot of clients. As you know, we run a, our own uh, financial planning firm, Wilson Financial Advisors, where we help people just like you with their personal finance journey. That's what we do. That's what we do. Helping people with finances and whatnot, and we're going to do a little case study. I thought that would be pretty neat. Instead of talking about, I don't want to say boring topics, yeah, but let's let's bring it to real life. So here's we're, we're going to bring real life situations of people that we met and their situation and how we help them. Yeah. So the events are real, but I think you you change the names, right? Change the names, very real story. It's a, yeah, very real story. So what is the story of these two that we met here recently? All right, so yeah, definitely change the names, but uh, we have Randy and Linda. All right? that, that's the names you came up with? Yeah. Randy and Linda. You could have done Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, well, that would have been way too fake, but... Uh... <laughs> so, all right, we have Randy and Linda. It's better than John and Jane Doe. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Randy and Go Linda. Uh, Randy's 66. Linda's 70 years old. Uh, they're both retired. Um, but So they have about 400000 in a traditional IRA uh, and a little over 150 in a Roth IRA. Um, but they were, they're very unhappy with the, the way it was invested um, and how it was managed. So earlier this year, they did a Roth conversion of 90000 from the traditional IRA. They withheld 5% tax during the, the conversion. Uh, they have very little in savings, uh, no other liquid assets between the two of them, um, and they receive about 3400 in Social Security. Uh, she gets a distribution from a family trust of 10000 each quarter. So they have a little over 100000 in credit card debt mm. and home equity line of credit. Uh, I know this is a lot. So they're currently making an extra payment for a total of $3,900 uh, per month toward debt. Uh, Linda is leasing a car with $482 monthly lease, which the lease ends in May of 2024. Uh, they do have a rental property that they rent out to their daughter at a cut rate of $400 a month. Yeah, that's nice. They uh, they have a mortgage on their renter rental property of around 200 a month with 23,000 mortgage balance. Uh, the rent they receive from the daughter pretty much takes care of the mortgage payment property, um, uh, mortgage payment property tax and insurance and utilities. Uh, Linda has a term policy, $500,000 at $400 a quarterly premium. The term ends in five years. Mm -hmm. They want to know if they could convert to start over the, with the term policy. Mm. Uh, this is important because if she predeceases Randy, the trust distribution that she receives stops. Um, the house that they live in now is paid for 
by the family trust. And if she really, if they, if they relocate, she gets a quarter, uh, the proceeds upon the sale of the house. Uh, their goals are their goals to get out of debt as quickly as possible. Um, uh, possible home re- re- relocation in three or four years, they'll figure out what to do with their life insurance and build an emergency fund. Mm. So uh, a lot to unpack. Randy would like to con- continue to do Roth conversions. <clears throat> so that I'm out of breath. Uh, yeah, that is a lot to unpack. Yeah. So let's uh, let's. Let's dive in this. Uh, Randy and Linda, we met them uh, probably a month or so ago, and we had mm-hmm. subsequent meetings with them through Zoom, phone calls in the office. Um, their situation's tight, I got to tell you. Yeah, it's a lot to unravel, but um, it's it's very very tight. Uh, let let's start with Roth conversions because yeah. that's kind of what. He, uh, he started out when we met him. He said, "Hey, earlier this year, before we met." Earlier this year, he uh, converted ninety thousand dollars into a Roth from his traditional, and he withheld five percent in taxes. So, uh, right away, I want to say this. Now, we we don't know you out there, whether you're listening on the podcast, in your car, in your home. Hopefully, it's cool with the air conditioner on. Got a nice glass of iced tea. Or you're driving around anyway, or you're watching on YouTube. We don't know you, so we cannot give specific individual advice to you. And whatever advice we give to our clients does not necessarily mean it's going to equate to them, right? Right, right. Because everybody's different. I want to bring that out front. But here's a real-life case study, and maybe it'll give you something to consider, something to think about. Maybe you kind of, hey, that sounds a little like me. And uh, kind of gives you a step in the right direction. Yep. So, you know, this is off the top of our heads, and no way is any recommendation. But let's talk about that Roth conversion. 90000 bucks from his traditional IRA. And, folks, this is all the money they have. What was it? 150 now in the Roth. And for, so we're talking about $550,000. They really yep. don't have any savings. So everything's wrapped up. In retirement account, she does get a trust. We'll get into that in a minute. But that Roth conversion, I want to warn you about a couple things. There's 60, what, what were they, 66 and 70? 70. And we kind of uh, had our eyebrow up on uh, when we heard them say that, 90000 to a Roth conversion. Right. I love Roth conversions. And I think everybody's getting happy about it. They see people like us on YouTube pushing Roth conversions. But you got to be careful out there when you're retired. Right. And in your 60s, doing a Roth. I just did a video on it. I'll post a link to the show notes or whatever. But with each conversion that you make, it carries its own five-year wait rule. Mm-hmm. Now, they're, they're over 59 and a half, so there's no penalty. They can access the principal, but they would have to wait five years That's with, each, applies, yeah. uh, with each conversion to get the earnings. Uh, the other thing is he said he withheld taxes. Mm-hmm. I, we typically don't recommend you withhold taxes. Yeah. We we recommend that you pay it out of your pocket because if you withheld taxes, that's uh, less going into the Roth and you need to uh, pay that out of your pocket. But guess what? They, they don't, they don't have any money right. to pay out of pocket. Yeah. It's all in retirement accounts. So I think he even admitted, I remember 
Randy. <laughs> he even admitted, he says, I probably shouldn't have done that. But going back to one of their goals was, you know, our investment people um, that managing our assets, they don't really give advice. Right. And we looked at the investment portfolio. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It's just no direction and no communication. It's one of those nationally known uh, firms. I'm not going to mention. No names. No, no names. But they always say, we do better if you do better. So maybe. <laughs> All right. Well, I All right. throwing that out there. <laughs> but uh, nothing wrong with the investment portfolio. It needed to be tweaked. It was a little bit of a dumpster fire, meaning they had like 200 different positions. Yeah, that was a lot of work. Uh, that's that's a, yeah, and they had stuff in there from COVID days and things like that. So, uh, and he, Randy even said, he said, I don't even think they're minding the store, but, uh, that was another situation. The Roth was one. So I would say a lesson learned if you're in sixties, you're sixties or really at any age before you convert, take everything into consideration, the amount you convert, mm -hmm. where you're going to get the money to pay the taxes, because it wasn't too long ago. It was last week, Jack. He called. He said, I need some money out of that Roth. Yeah. You know what it was for? Yeah, I didn't tell you this. No, what is it? To pay the advisory fee from the old firm. Oh, my God. <laughs> because they, they pay in arrears. And when, they, when he terminated the contract, they had. So that was a kick in the face. So that's why you got to be careful. And it takes planning with these uh, Roth conversions. We, the investment management. Actually... I don't know about you. To me, that's kind of the easy part. Yeah, because we we do it every day. Uh, um, it, that's. But every every firm's different with with how they. I mean, when we were looking at what he had, we kind of uh, you know, looked at it a little bit weird. Wouldn't do the same thing, but. Um, in a different way, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, investing is the easy part, where, but we there was a lot of work on analyzing every single right. position, what needs to stay, what needs to go. But my point to all that is the financial planning part. That's where it gets a little tricky. That A little tricky. That's the hard part. I'm, yeah. Like I said, these folks, and I, we told them in, in that first Zoom, I said, this is going to be tight. I mean... You're making thirty four hundred a month in Social Security. You get a, that trust distribution, but we also have a hundred thousand in credit card debt. That's the hard part. Yeah. So, so some a little bit of uh, debt reduction planning. Is debt reduction. A part plan. of their financial plan. And you you think about this, folks. If you're sixty six and seventy, and you you still got your hundred thousand dollar in credit card debt. Some of that was home equity line. Yeah. So we had a serious conversation with that. How did this occur? Why did it occur? And are we still using those credit cards and, and so forth? But another thing is, on top of all that, they want to do a home re relocation. The, so, so we've got to get them out of debt. Yep. We got to fix a Roth conversion. Not really fix it, but uh, calm them down on that. Mm hmm uh, they're very aggressive investors, by the way. Yeah. And really nothing wrong with being an aggressive investor in your 60s, 60s and, and well now 70. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference, folks, between risk tolerance and risk capacity. Mm. So they can they can really handle the risk. They can handle the fluctuations. Last year they said, yep, we got beaten up because it's all equities. Yep. 
but they took it in stride. That's great. I love it. But do you have the capacity of a risk? Because now money's got to come from somewhere for this home relocation. Money's got to come somewhere to tackle this debt. So we've had some serious conversations with them on the debt reduction plan. They've said, no, we've, uh, you know, we are not getting into debt anymore. That happened sometime back. Now we're trying to aggressively attack it. So yeah. we, came, we came up with a beautiful debt reduction plan. And the way we did it is we know that they can, their, their lifestyle now is spending $3,900 a month. I don't want to say spend, using $3,900 a month towards that debt. So we're going to use that figure and look at, and when I say credit card debt, I think there were seven, eight yeah, there were different cards and different interest rates. So we've got to look at that. And if you've followed us enough, you know about the snowball effect. And yeah, Dave, we like Dave to, we like to get those, um, we like to get those smaller payments out of the way just for psychological reasons, because it, it's going to make you feel better. You're going to get your stride going on. Right. Um, a little, a little motivation basically. So what you're doing on the snowball, just like you said, you're looking at, okay, I've got seven cards. I'm going to pay, forget about the interest rate on a snowball effect. I'm going to pay the lowest balance first to make me feel better Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm making progress. But we had serious conversations with them. They've got cards that are 27% interest. Yeah. So I flipped the switch. I said, no, we're going to go down this hill like an avalanche. So since you're disciplined, you tell me you are, since you're disciplined enough to say no more getting into debt, we took the different approach and saved them thousands and thousands in interest when all is said and done by doing the avalanche. The avalanche is saying, I'm going to pay the highest rate, highest interest rate card first. We flipped it on them. Threw as much as we could at that, and out of the 3900 paid the minimums on the other. And we've got them on track to get out of debt early 2025. Yeah. And that's kind of crazy to think about with, with what they got right now. Uh-huh. And they're doing a couple of they just start they just started it right before we met us and said, Well, hey, we got this credit card offer offer in the mail, zero percent for twenty one months. Should we do that? And normally I'm not a big fan of it. Right. And the reason is people that normally do that. It sounds good and is good. If you're going to replace a 29% card with a 0% card, maybe with a 3% transaction charge on the balance, that still beats 29%. Uh, A lot of times people will not pay that card off in 21 months or they just get back into that vicious cycle. They assured me that that's not them. So we're kind of playing. It's a shell game and we're doing it. We're throwing in a snowflake every once Mm -hmm. in a while which is maybe a distribution from the Roth and not a lot uh, just to get that debt down. So a beautiful, wonderful debt reduction plan because you mentioned another goal, which was home relocation. Yeah. So that's a big ticket item for them. Yeah. And they got a unique situation. But they got some time as well. They did. Well, they want to do it in three or four years. Yeah, but they're, they're not saying, hey, I want to do this right away. Well, they can't. <laughs> no, they can't. Uh, 
So they got a unique situation because they got a, she's got a family trust. So the house that they live in right now, they don't pay a mortgage on, they don't pay utilities, right. they don't pay property taxes. It's All good of setup. it. It's a good setup, but they have no home ownership. Other than well, I want to back up because in the trust it dictates if if they sell they can sell the house. She gets a fr- she gets a quarter of they it. Get a, she gets a quarter of it and split, I guess, with her siblings. So we're estimating a little over $100,000 would be her proceeds mm-hmm. if they sell. So what we want to do in their situation was, all right, let's get you out of debt. We just freed up $3,900 a month. Mm-hmm. We sell the house. You'll In three or four years, hopefully, you'll get even a little more than 100000 I think uh, we did a quick appraisal. Uh, I think their share is going to be more like 125. Who knows what it's going to be in three or four years? But they they've got their eye on a 300,000, 350, 350 thousand dollar home. That money's they're they're going to have to get a mortgage on it. Yeah. But when we free up that debt, that thirty nine hundred dollars that they were used to paying, and we get them to the place where we're going to use the proceeds from the sale of the house from the trust. They don't pay tax on that. Everything's beautiful, wonderful. Uh, their mortgage payment's going to be very, very low, mm-hmm. nowhere near the 3900 that was freed up. Then that gives us extra room for their other goal, which was build an emergency room. Uh, emergency room. They do need an emergency room. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> emergency room. <laughs> Uh, emergency fund. Emergency fund. Maybe, hopefully, they won't need an emergency room, but an emergency fund. Build that up. Oh gosh, there's so much to unpack because she's got a car lease, and you know how I feel about those. Yeah, uh, I don't like car leases. They're car fleeces, and I'm speaking from experience. In my lifetime, I've had two, three, yeah, car leases, and it was because I got. Whoo, I can drive away with this car, mm-hmm. fancy car, and just pay a mortgage payment on it, basically. But there's That's a reason. Really what it is. We have to address that with them because that lease is up in May of next year. Fortunately for her, she's got a low residual, meaning if you want to buy it outright, we can do that. So, like I said, there, this one's a tight one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing was the... Uh, uh, life insurance policy she has. She has a five hundred thousand dollar policy, paying four hundred dollars a mo- uh, quarter. Right. Uh, that's important because if she were to pass away, Randy doesn't get that distribution from the trust. Yeah. So that's his only insurance she has. So we looked at what uh, we said. Let's look at a term conversion with the policy that you have. So mm-hmm. she has a term policy. And typically, within uh, the five year before the term ends, you can go to that insurance company and say, I want to convert this to permanent insurance. And the beauty of that is without proof of insurability, Mm. meaning she could be on her deathbed and still convert it. Now, what do you think is going to happen to the premium? I mean, it's going to go up a little bit. A little bit. So usually what it is, you'll get a reduction in the death benefit. You'll get an increase right. in the premium by converting to permanent. Usually it's whole life. So when we sent her to her insurance agent, they came back and said, okay, it's $9,000 a year for $300,000 policy. Mm. So that's going to be tough for them to afford. Yeah. 
So we looked and said, all right, let's see if we can just start all over. We'll look at term is the cheapest. Fine. We'll look at a term, carry it for another 20 years. How's your health, Linda? Oh, I'm great. I'm in, I'm in excellent health. Really? Great. Well, I do have this, and I do have that. And Started adding on a couple things there. So when we ran that, that wasn't, that wasn't going to happen. So we're in a battle of, do we drop this thing? I mean, do we continue for the next five years on the current term path? Right. And at 75, it's gone. But remember, by then, Randy's got to take uh, required minimum distributions. So we're weighing that one out right now. That's, that's a big issue. So, I mean, they've got a lot of conversions here. They've mm -hmm. got a Roth conversion that they're trying to do and probably shouldn't have done term conversion, debt conversion. I mean, they're like the transformers. I mean, he's like Optimus Prime and she's Bumblebee, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, there's quite to a lot to unpack there. A lot. Uh, we've already started the process with them. And again, that's them, not you. Everybody's going to be different. Uh, with Roth conversions, like we, we told you about the rules there, obviously we're going to say seek your tax advisor, seek your financial advisor. And that's, I, I think that I want to wrap this up in a nice little bow. Okay. It's not Christmas. It's not your birthday. But okay. We're Get our, corny with it. I don't I'm, care. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be corny. Of course. Um, <laughs> I've lived long enough to deserve it. I want to wrap this up in a bow saying, uh, when, you, when you see a financial advisor, you say, what do you do? I'm a financial advisor. People think, oh, all we do all day asset long is, management. is asset management and look at stock graphs and pick stocks and things like that. That's part of it, though. It's part of it. But it's more well-rounded where we're creating a blueprint mm -hmm. for someone to follow inside a financial plan. That's what was attractive to them to work with us was the financial planning process, not just the asset management. And it's more of a relationship, uh, ongoing, a lot of communication and it's flexible. It's going to change. And that's why you, you need to get with someone you trust and that's going to work with you through all of these areas. But Hey, that's their story. That's their case study. Uh, maybe that sounds something uh, similar to you. Uh, it, hey, by the way, if you want to get in touch with us, we've got a description in the show notes and in on the uh, description on YouTube of how you can have a free retirement checkup, no cost or obligations. You can speak to us directly. Tell us your story and see how we can help you. That's it. We're going to see you next time, right? very soon. Okay. Thank you for joining us on That Financial Guy. For more information, get in touch with Keith and Jack at wfa-nc.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast to hear more information to help you pursue your financial goals. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member FINRA slash SIPC. The options voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.
This information is not intended to be a substitute for individualized legal advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified attorney. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. Please seek a professional tax advisor.